This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. First up this hour, a walking tour of KL that shows you the city through the eyes of migrants and introduces you to their cuisine as well. So it's um, a an initiative called Kambara Stories and Food Trail. It's being organised by Project Future Malaysia. It's kicking off this weekend. And we are going to be speaking with the organisers as well as um, one of the guides themselves. But just in brief, um, it, it spotlights four notable migrant communities, um, people from Nepal, Philippines, Indonesia and Bangladesh. And participants of the tour will be taken on a journey through Kuala Lumpur's neighbourhoods as well as restaurants and food spots to kind of... Um, see the city through the eyes of our migrant communities today. So we will be speaking to them in a bit, but let us know, do you enjoy that KL is becoming more diverse? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, 900 send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now on the line are Kevin Bathman, Project Coordinator at Project Future Malaysia, and Annalisa, a domestic worker from the Philippines who will be leading one of the walking tours for Kambara Stories. Uh, thank you both for joining us. Kevin, could you start us off by telling us how the idea for Kambara Stories and Food Trail first came about? Um, so last year, I ran an initiative called Project Future Malaysia, um, where we commissioned some creative works uh, and we were aiming the works to be, I suppose, reimagining alternative futures for Malaysia. And so <clears throat> one of the creatives was Dr. David Tay. And uh, so he had a submission on migrant food and cuisine. And I guess that submission basically served as a of a catalyst to explore this project. And what his project was basically doing was he was trying to demonstrate the link between food, culture, and also identity. Um, so we wanted to sort of use that concept of um, national cuisines as um, like a symbol of belonging. Earlier this year, I think City then basically extended a grant um, through their downtown care program. And this grant was basically to address any community-related challenges, you know, within uh, downtown care. Uh, and they wanted to sort of like, uh, you know, establish like a vibrant cultural district in the area. So I then basically worked with uh, with David and also another colleague, Dr. Swagata Roy. And so we came up with this idea of having a full experience that basically combines a walking tour in downtown KL. And then and with the second half of that of that experience, being able to try uh, migrant cuisine from local experience from that area. Um, and so, you know, our aim was basically just to sort of bring sort of a different energy to downtown KL um, and also to sort of showcase that diverse cultures that we have in that area, you know. And so with this project, we basically wanted to also bring attention to a lot of the untold stories of the migrant community um, and give them that opportunity to basically share uh, their experiences uh, sort of within the religion setting. And I kind of also wanted to also clarify that, you know, our intention for this uh, Kabara Stories is actually not to offer a typical tour, you know, um, showcasing basically sights and sounds of KL, you know, because I think a lot of those tours are, are available outside. I think, you know, our emphasis was really to provide a, basically a platform for these uh, migrant individuals to, to share their personal stories, you know, uh, and also the interactions with the city, which we never hear about. And alongside with, with the stories, we're also currently also uh, compiling a, sort of a list of uh, restaurants, uh, stalls, groceries, um, etc., you know, as 
associated with the with micro communities. Uh, basically, it's like a it's a community resource for those uh, wanting to sample micro cuisines from the area and also within uh, KL itself. Now, could you walk us through what the tour is all about and what happens uh, during a typical outing? Uh, yeah, so throughout the tour, the individuals basically will share their personal life stories, uh, you know, uh, alongside with also sharing some, you know, very personal family photos, uh, photos of themselves, photos of their of them arriving in, in Malaysia, in KL, you know. And they would also be talking about their experiences of arriving uh, in the city, you know, and, and how the city has um, treated them, basically, you know. So, so you know, a, a mixture of um, experiences, both, both positive and also negative as well, you know. And throughout that whole tour itself, we would also be stopping at, at a couple of routes as well, uh, or stops. And each route actually is slightly different from each other so we have four tours so uh, each of the routes are basically different and as it denotes to the stories of these individuals with each stop as well they will also basically share you know what that stop basically means to them you know what the significance of that stop uh you know for example you know Annalisa will also share uh, a little bit more about um the Kotoraya complex you know uh, and also where, for instance, where she, she buys a Balik Bayan box to send back to her family in Makati. Uh, the whole tour basically will take about two hours. And so the first hour is basically a tour of a few stops uh, along downtown KL, from Jalan Tumpera to Tanning Street, Kotoraya, Tan Susin, you know, Central Market, Jalan Pudu, Medan Pasar, uh, and all of it in the eyes of these migrant individuals, you know. Uh, and then the second hour is basically a food tasting, a lunch session, basically, um, where we have catered food from uh, some of these migrant restaurants uh, that are within Dachon KL itself. From that second hour, we will also be having an open discussion about, you know, how they felt about the, the stories of these individuals, you know, uh, what are some of the questions they really want to ask. Because I think sometimes we don't have the opportunity to, uh, to really engage with them, you know, on a one-on-one basis. And so this uh, project basically gives them an opportunity as well to, to really listen to their own personal stories as well and ask questions. Kevin, on these tours, the culinary heritage of these four different communities will be honoured. So again, Nepal, uh, the Philippines, Indonesia and Bangladesh. These are, of course, easily four of the biggest migrant communities here in Malaysia. What was that process like to connect with them uh, when when it comes to putting the project together? Um, so David Roy and myself, we are sort of newish to this area. I mean, we all obviously know the, the the issues, you know, but we haven't been sort of like on the ground working with migrant communities on their issues, you know. Um, so as a start, one of the, our first goal was to actually engage uh, initially with organizations actually that are focused on migrant and refugee communities to ensure that, you know, at least we, we have an authentic approach, you know, we wanted to have this dialogue with them. Uh, and we also then sought their assistance in trying to connect us with migrants who were interested in participating in our project. Uh, so I think that kind of gave us an opportunity to to really also gain some trust as well, you know, within the ecosystem as well in the and and those organizations as well. And you know, and, and I think we also recognize that you know at the heart of this project is really the migrant stories. But we we're also quite mindful that we did not want to speak on their behalf. We wanted to let them have this platform to at least speak. Um, 
really about their own experiences uh, to Malaysians um, and also those who are interested to take us to it. And then, uh, you know, once we establish a few individuals, we then try to give them time to actually understand uh, what the project was all about. Some of them were also a bit unsure, you know, we, we understood their reservations because I think particularly in a Malaysian context, we really have a lack of care or interest when it comes to migrant community issues and rights in Malaysia. But thankfully, you know, we managed to to talk to four individuals and we we had um, training sessions with them, you know, and trying to sort of craft their stories to, to an audience. And the journey basically also needed to build trust with them and with us, you know, but we also had to also understand, you know, the sensitivities of basically sharing their personal stories, but also wanting that story to also resonate, you know, with the audience as well. And also during these conversations as well, you know, we uncovered a lot of, uh, I guess, you know, hidden gems, hidden insights that we wouldn't really know, things that we wouldn't be able to even find, you know, even if you had a, an online Google search, for instance, right? Uh, so these are really information um, that I think, you know, you'd only know from really engaging with them personally. Now, Annalisa, you'll be representing the Filipino migrant community in Malaysia. How did you get involved? Um, let me help introduce myself first. I'm Annalisa. I'm 48 years old from Philippines. So I, I joined this uh, project because I want to show to everyone what is the life of uh, being a domestic worker, what they're doing for this uh, one day off in a week. In spite we are so tired in uh, six days of working, then I, I want to share some of my experience here in Malaysia since I'm working here almost 12 years. So in a tour, I will share some, some places when I'm going, where I eat, so what I'm doing every Sunday. So this is the time that, that I, I decide to participate to this project. And Annalisa, of course, a major component of the tour is going to be all about the food. How did you go about selecting which Filipino dishes you wanted to showcase? Food is going to be an, the masterpiece of this tour. We can, share, we can say that the dishes were determined by the most popular dishes of community and our price budget. And I'm going to show uh, or I'm going to taste to them the, the, the food of Filipino is uh, very tasty. Or like like chicken dobo, fried rice, or pihon, everything that Filipino can can cook, I will express to them that everybody can eat, even Malaysian. We'll be back after this with more from uh, Kevin Bathman and Annalisa. Uh, we're talking about Kambara Stories, which is a uh, guided walking tour of Kuala Lumpur through the eye, uh, eyes of our migrant communities. Let us know, do you enjoy that KL is becoming more diverse? You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us and keep it here, BFM 89.9. Burgers from Mamas, BFM 89.9. The Business Station. It's 5.19. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. We're continuing our conversation on Kambara Stories and Food Trail Project. Um, it is a guided walking tour of Kuala Lumpur um, led by members of our various migrant communities. It, for, um, it essentially spotlights food from their specific communities as well. Um, we're speaking with Kevin Batman, who's the project coordinator, as well as Annalisa, who's one of the guides. Uh, do send your thoughts in. Do you enjoy that KL is becoming more diverse? You can call 777-332-900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. 
Now, Kevin, this will be a chance uh, for this will be a chance to see KL through a fresh lens, specifically through the eyes of our migrant communities. Why was this important? I feel like there is um, currently, you know, there's a need or there's a hunger from uh, from Malaysians basically to hear uh, stories from <clears throat> minoritized communities, you know, and and so this you know goes beyond you know the B forty community, the indigenous community. But um, I feel like the uh, the migrant community also needs uh, our attention and also our care. I think Malaysians also are beginning to realize that migrant communities they actually make up a you know a significant portion of our, our population, particularly in, even in downtown care where you know the, their work their contributions are actually really important to to the businesses there. You know, um, you know as we as we know you know uh, the 3D jobs you know the dirty difficult and dangerous jobs. Uh, a lot of these migrant workers are in those jobs, right? But they remain largely unnoticed, you know. So I think th- this is the, re- the reason why the, the, you know, this, this project is important. You know, um, I think we need to recognize that we need to uh, change that narrative. You know, Malaysians, they also need to start to change that narrative. That um, and, and I think the uh, this project basically provides uh, the migrant community with at least a, a direct platform to basically share the experiences and to also become visible in this country that they have been living in for quite a lot of years, you know, for some of them, you know. Now, Annalisa, what are you looking most forward to in terms of sharing with participants? Um, I think they will uh, get an interest in the place of Kotaraya. Because I think the Malaysian is thinking that Kotaraya is for the Filipino only, but it's not. Because it's plenty of uh, like halal food there because they know uh, we are not in, in our own country. We know where it's plenty of, of Muslim here in Malaysia. So that's why they, they give us a respect that they cook also or they, they present also a food for, for the people who not eat uh, non-halal. And then uh, I'm going to show to them also that the migrant workers is like, is like the same with them that just uh, want to, you know, uh, looking for a job to support their family and to give some, some money to them to do their uh, continue their life and then uh, it's it's all the same the same human that, that they can uh, they can support each other so what are you hoping for participants to come away with from the experience okay i'll i'll start um so we're running this pilot program really just to judge the response you know um what is uh, what are some of the ways for this initiative to be sustainable um and you know uh, we also be getting you know um feedback from participants and also from our guides, you know, because uh, uh, their insights are really important for us. Uh, but I think above all, I think because food is such a, a big part of our, our, our culture, our, our, our lives, that, you know, we are, they're also able to uh, sample uh, food that they have not tried before, for instance, right? And having chats with, even with my local friends here, you know, Malaysian friends, you know, I mean, some of them have not had Nepali food or, you know, maybe not even Filipino food. So uh, so this is all quite new to, to them, you know. So so we're just trying to sort of um, also widen their palate, you know, so to to include uh, cuisine that is really our neighbouring countries, you know. We are very uh, aware about uh, cuisines from other countries, uh, you know, particularly in Europe, you know, because we have a very, you know, kind of a Eurocentric sort of a worldview. 
um, and and you know they have you know obviously tried French food and German food and and all that you know but not really a food that really comes from our direct neighbors uh, which are just people you know next door you know. And Annalisa, what about you? What are you hoping participants will gain from the tour? I think even even we are domestic worker, we can uh, give uh, some you know experience that they cannot experience, and then. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show to them or we're gonna uh, tell them some stories about our country. How the Malaysian is nice also is the same in Philippines. We have plenty of the same language or nice beaches like that. So they they become curious of in the future to go to our country or they ask us so how Filipino is uh, like communicate to the the different. Uh, nationality. Kevin, I understand that tours are now fully booked. Uh, why do you think there's been such a positive response? Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise uh, to us as well, you know, that there was a lot of interest uh, in, in this project. Um, uh, I think what it demonstrates is that, uh, you know, Malaysians are actually very interested to hear from uh, migrant communities, you know, um, and you know, possibly, you know, that Malaysians also really want to have, uh, you know, a direct access to them and actually uh, engage with them meaningfully, you know, and not just um, on a superficial level. Um, but I think above all, I think uh, one of the unique features about this uh, project is that, you know, you are actually able to uh, sample the food, right? You know, and you're actually going to have a proper lunch, you know. So, um, and so I think uh, that really is is a, a bonus, I think, from 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 this experience uh, that you're actually able to share a meal, you know, uh, in, in the same table with with uh, other participants, but also with the uh, with the with the uh, migrant guide as well, um, and and able to have a a one on one or at least a group discussion um, about some of the issues that are uh, affecting us, affecting them, you know, um, uh, and I think that is really. Um, why there has been this level of interest in this project. And just to close off, Kevin, how do you hope to see the project expand further? So we are planning to to run, you know, more tours, uh, preferably, you know, in the next few months. So we would like to sort of get this pilot um, project done first. But ideally, I mean, um, for the future of this of this uh, project, for this initiative, you know, we'd actually really love for uh, migrant individuals to actually take over this project, you know, and, and where we Malaysians can actually then uh, take a step back and actually learn from them and, and let them chart their own journeys and their narratives and, and see where this project will, will lead them, right? Because I think, um, you know, ultimately, you know, what we all want, you know, uh, the Malaysians and also the migrant communities that are living here now, you know, we we want to have an inclusive, diverse, you know, um, uh, embracing community, at least within downtown KL, but also, you know, as, as, a, as a hope for the future, you know, um, uh, and hopefully, you know, with this with this tour, you know, we can, you know, bring bring diverse people together, you know. So it doesn't really matter where they're from, you know. But we want to sort of build connections and to let, particularly, the migrant communities to take the lead and to actually uh, share their own narratives with us. Uh, so uh, I guess um, after the pilot is done, we would be looking at, you know, uh, hopefully being able to uh, talk to maybe uh, corporates to see whether, you know, they would be interested to sort of maybe uh, experience this project, this tour. Um, and above all, also maybe reach out to more Malaysian groups to, to ask them to um, to really um, understand this issue 
a bit more intimately, you know, and, and, and with people from that those communities actually there to actually answer those questions, you know, uh, and not just kind of listen to uh, Malaysians speaking to other Malaysians. And we, we are just able to have a much more richer experience from, from this project. Kevin, Annalisa, thank you for speaking with us today. That was Kevin Bathman, Project Coordinator, and Annalisa, Guide for the Kambara Stories and Food Trail Project. Uh, So they are essentially organising over the next one month a series of walking tours through the heart of Kuala Lumpur where members of different migrant communities will be showing you their slice of kale as well as uh, literally sharing their food with you. Um, If you'd like to find out more about them and keep updated on future tours, look for Kambara Stories on Instagram or visit projectfuturemalaysia.com. But let us know as well, would you like to go on a tour like this? Do you enjoy that kale is becoming more diverse? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018789 Tweet us at BFM Radio. Buggy Free Minum, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. And we've been talking about the Kambara Stories and Food Trail Project. Um, Essentially, it is a project that has four guides from four different migrant communities, uh, Nepali, Bangladeshi, Filipino and Indonesian, taking people on guided walking tours of downtown KL uh, and showing them their own um, spots as well as places to eat their cuisine. Um, So this uh, sounds so interesting to me. Uh, They are unfortunately, I think, fully sold out for this round. Uh, But if you'd like to find out more, you can check them out on Instagram, Kambara Stories, or visit projectfuturemalaysia.com We'd like to hear from you though. Would you go on a tour like this? Do you enjoy that KL is becoming more diverse? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. So uh, we have Paling actually just chiming in to say, I would love to go on any one of the tours. Paling, I completely agree with you. Um, from the, I'm, I'm hoping uh, that they might have one or two spots left. I'm going to try and get in touch and see. Uh, but I really think that food and um, hearing about their experiences in a new city directly from migrants is really one of the best ways to get to know them. Yeah, and you know this combination of food, which is something that's easy to sell, um, uh, with what is not often easy to sell, which is the stories of hardship or challenges that s- certain migrant communities mm. might have, um, is uh, maybe a, a kind of creative way of of getting depth in the experience of food. Um, there is, of course, you know, issues around whether any one of these tours can fully represent the food of that nation. So the Philippines is quite diverse in terms of its food, whether, you you know, north or south, uh, you know, whether you've got sort of in Christian Tagalog uh, lowland society or whether you are in sort of Muslim south of uh, of the Philippines, there's also, you know, I think uh, a huge diversity when it comes to Indonesian food and it will never be captured by just a single person. No, but what I actually really love is that I'm not sure how many KL residents fully realize that they could go have momos or they could uh, try a Bangladeshi biryani. Um, And the fact that we have these wonderful communities that now share the city with us and have brought their cultures and their food, um, and now we can actually experience them, a a local version of that, uh, to me is really exciting. I mean, 
traveling for me always means being able to sample food from different cultures. And I really love the idea of being able to do it here in KL. Yeah, and then, and then of course, you know, multiple new migrant communities, not all of them big enough to establish a foothold in the city in terms of shops and uh, groceries and restaurants. Uh, uh, but some of them have, I think, found ways of using food also to reach out. So, uh, you know, in my neighborhood, there's a Syrian kitchen. Uh, that's just basically you order online and pick it up at somebody's house. Uh, but there's also, you know, people from the African continent. So, so many uh, African students who are here and also people in business and whether that is represented. I, I saw one initiative to trying to bring African food to uh, uh, to the market, but I haven't really followed up on that. So Willa is saying, I love this idea of a migrant food trail in KL. It'll be good if the stories and perspectives are documented and shared with all Malaysians to heighten their awareness of how diversity enriches the country. If the converted could bring just a, could just bring a friend who is not convinced that uh, convinced about this, that'll make for good outcomes. One can hope. I like that idea. Uh, bring a friend to the migrant walking tour. Um, you know, if if anything can convince you, I believe is food. I, I think getting to know a community's food is such an such a sort of warm and intimate way of um, learning about them. You know, uh, Shamala, you are KL-born. Very uh, much. I'm not. And in many ways, I see myself as a migrant, and there are a lot of Malaysians who migrate to the city, like to the capital city, right? And I wonder about that. Sometimes, uh, you know, whether we could do tours of, say, Kelantanese food. Also, Kelantanese migrants to Kuala Lumpur. I mean, Johor, you know, maybe Johor Laksa is just too famous to think about Johorians as a specific specific group. But, you know, to the extent that people come together, even Malaysians, right, Sabahan, Sarawakians, who now live in and work in Kuala Lumpur, I think food tours of that sort also could work. I just love the idea of more walking tours of KL in general, whatever theme or umbrella they might sit under. Uh, but send your thoughts through. We're talking about Kambara Stories, a migrant-led uh, food walking tour of KL. Would you go on a tour like this? Do you enjoy that KL is becoming more diverse? You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us and keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.